Hi, this is Kevin, and I'm here to help. We started this podcast almost a year ago with the hopes and dreams of just becoming a place where folks could go to and look for just simple, easy Christian help. Help with just the basics of life, the hard things, the questions, the things that just come up in our Christianity. And so this week I'd like to, as we're dealing with and delving into our healing process, my wife and I with the passing of our son, I'd like to address the subject of how to live with wounds, how to live with pain, how to live with struggle, whether it be emotional, physical, spiritual. How do you deal with the hurt and the wounds and the pain and just keep going? And I'd like to take just a just this opportunity to give some just some good, basic, helpful advice as we just decide to figure out how to handle the hard things, the hurt, the pain. So let's get into it on this episode. Do you remember the old claymation movie from Christmas time, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Do you remember the song old Rudolph would sing, Just Put One Foot in Front of the Other? Just a fun little easy song to sing, but it seems gloriously impossible when you're actually really hurting or struggling with something. How do you keep going? How do you move forward, continue on? How do you do what is needful when you're wounded or hurting or grieving or in pain? Let me read a couple passages of scriptures as we get into the subject. Galatians 4.13, Paul said, You know how... Through infirmity of the flesh, I preach the gospel unto you at the first. Paul knew physical pain. He knew infirmity. I love the testimony of the churches of Macedonia in 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Paul said, How that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality. Through affliction and through poverty, they gave and, and witnessed and kept going for the Lord. Or a great read is, is 2 Corinthians chapter 11 when Paul gives his testimony about being shipwrecked, beaten, um, stoned once. And we stop and say, how does a guy like Paul just keep going when you know his wounds were deep, his infirmities are painful? How do you keep going? The death of our son Christopher has been probably the deepest wound that we have ever had to deal with. We've been lied about, falsely accused, gossiped about, slandered, backstabbed, betrayed, hurt, broken, all sorts of fun things. Welcome to the ministry. <laughs> all fun stuff. But when Chris passed away, that was probably the deepest hurt that I've ever felt. Deeply. What happens when you live for God? What happens when you live in this broken world? It's what happens when you just live life. There's going to be pain and hurt and wounds and struggle. How do you just keep going on? Mike and I are listening to podcasts of folks that have lost children. We, we've been listening to those and 
learning how they just kept going for the Lord and just kept going for their family and their marriages. You know, and we struggle with, like, how do people do it? How do they keep going? We read testimonies, see Facebook posts, hear sermons of people just keep going. Boy, just keep hanging in there. You know, the picture of the cat with his claws in, halfway falling off the whatever, hanging onto a, the side of a, a, a wall or a curtain. Just hang in there. But how do we keep going through immense pain or suffering or struggle or wounding? I have some thoughts before we get into some solutions. And I think this was one of the hardest things for my wife and I to really get into our heart as we were looking for the whys and the what fors and the what ifs. Is we live in a broken, sinful world. That seems trite. It seems simple. It seems very unhelpful. It really doesn't help with many of the kinds of pains that we think we deal with until the wound isn't so fresh and we can process it a little bit better. But we do. This is far from the perfect splendor that God originally created. Brokenness is here. It's real. It's painful. Sometimes without rhyme or reason, without explanation, without some obvious reason behind the pain. And I think that was one of the things Mike and I really struggled with for a while is, why? What for? We tried so hard. We did so right. Another thought I was thinking about as I was getting prepared for this is you realize we rarely look for and see the hard parts of life. When we see others' lives on social media or at the class reunion, few will be honest about the real part of life that hurts. We want to show, we want to show folks that it's easy and good and fun and happy. We take pictures of our vacation. We take pictures of the fun. We take pictures of a fancy meal. We want to show the easy and the good and the fun and the right. Folks love to show the good and the happy. Nobody wants to hear about the sickness, the death, the divorce, the car crash, the lost jobs. We want the peanut butter and fluff. We don't want the bitter vegetables. And here's another thing. We rarely plan for the hard parts of life when we're looking for the future. Oh, we hear the financial coaches and the insurance salesmen push. But we never really plan for. And most of the time, we're not prepared for when the struggles and pain do arrive and we aren't halfway prepared and strong enough. We crumble, stumble, and fail. When she's walking in the aisle so beautiful and happy and angelic, we don't picture the flu, the miscarriage, the job loss, the unpayable bills, the broken down car or cancer. We just see the lovely girl walking down the aisle toward us. And if we aren't strong enough before the struggle, we won't have the strength to make it through the struggle. But we're going to deal with that in another episode. But far too often, we don't take time to really have a realistic look about life as we are facing the struggles and the hardships and the pain. 
So how do you keep going through the wounds? How do you keep going through the, the pain? How do you keep going when, when things get hard? And this is what I want to deal with today. This is how I want to give a, a little bit of, of advice and help. Uh, some things that Mike and I have used in our life in, in past hurts and struggles and woundings and pain. And even today as we're dealing still with Christopher's passing. Let me give you a few things. First of all, we've got to come to the point where we realize that wounds are a part of life. We live in a real world with pain and struggle and mistakes and sickness and hurt and death and sin. This last week, I studied Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and I was in class and I was rolling with one of our instructors and his knee slipped past my arm and I took a knee right to the eye. And it was quite an injury. It was fun. I was all swollen up. Couldn't see for days. It was great. And every time I talked to our instructor, he's like, Oh, Kevin, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's okay. We practice a physical, hands-on contact sport. Injuries are going to happen. Wounds are part of life. And if we're facing a struggle and we're facing pain and we're facing hardships and a wound and grief and those hard parts of life, we've got to make sure we have the foundation and realize that those woundings are part of life. They come with the territory. Second of all, we've got to make sure that we're living for something greater than ourselves. We've got to learn to live for something greater than just me. We live in a very self-centered, self-important um, society. And if we aren't living for something other than just self, when the hard times come, it makes it really difficult. It makes it impossible to keep going. But if you have the foundation of eternity and Christ and a, and a spouse and kids and church and helping people and hurt, helping the hurting or the broken or the poor and needy, if you aren't living for something other than just yourself, when those hardships come, it makes it almost impossible to keep going. You've got to live for something greater than yourself. We just adopted a new theme in our church Oh, such a good theme. I'm so excited um, how God has led our pastor. Um, but if you want more of that, you'll have to swing over to our church's website. You can find that on our um, that link on our, our Facebook pages. But realize wounds are part of life. Live for something greater than yourself. How about this one? I thought of this one too that really helped my wife and I simplify. Simplify. Life can get so overcomplicated and confusing and busy that you won't be able to handle a tidal wave of pain, hurt, or struggle if you're so overly complicated with the unnecessary. Simplify. As I said before a few minutes ago, my wife and I are listening to a podcast about bereaved parents. Almost every testimony the parents give is that their child's death makes them see things whether or not they are valuable, needed, or worthy of their time and of their life. It helps us to understand when, when we, we, we said goodbye to our son, 
it helps us start evaluating things that are these things really good and necessary and needful in our lives. And we've started purging. We've been very careful that we don't purge stuff that we just end up taking back. But it helps us. We've started to to get a better focus on things as we're just trying to simplify our lives. Simplify. Next. So we're understanding wounds are part of life. We're living for something outside of ourselves. We're trying to simplify. And how about this one? Even though you're going through a wound or a hurt or a pain, you've got to understand that you just can't abandon the needed and important even though you're wounded. With our son's death, we couldn't just break down completely. Oh, yeah, there were some times that we did. <laughs> there were some times that we were really messed up. But we still had other children to raise. We still had bills to pay, a church to, to help, um, jobs to go to. We couldn't just abandon everything because we are suffering from our wound. We can't just abandon. And far too many times when people go through a wounding or a hurt or a loss, they, 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 they turn inwardly so badly that they completely shut out the needful and the things that would actually help them grow back out and heal and get back into society and into life. You cannot abandon everything just because you're suffering from a wound. Boy, there's been times in, in, in our grief that it would have been so easy to just say, forget it all. We're done with that. We're done with that. Forget that. Forget that. And you have to be very careful. You can't abandon the needed and important just because you're wounded or hurting. Next, don't avoid the pain. Don't avoid the hurt. And don't avoid the healing process. Don't avoid it. If you hide it, bury it, or pretend you aren't dying on the inside, that isn't helpful or healing. If you stifle it and push it down and shove it down, you're not going to heal like you're supposed to. Don't avoid it. Next. Do the next right thing. I said this last week. No matter how small, you've got to learn to do the next thing. Whether it's simply brushing your teeth or vacuuming the house or going to the grocery store or paying the bills. Move forward even if it's just a tiny little thing. There used to be a, a thought going through the medical industry that if you strained a muscle in your back or you just had surgery that you didn't move. I remember my wife's grandmother telling me that when she had her children that literally it was just a week of just hanging out in the hospital. But now medicine has realized that just laying there is not really good. It's almost immediately after surgery they have you up and walking about and moving about. Do the next right thing. And last of all, realize it's okay to hurt. If you're cut, it's okay to bleed. If you're sorrowful, it's okay to cry. But just keep inching ahead, doing the needful, and moving forward. How do you live with wounds? How do you live with infirmity? 
You just keep moving ahead. You just keep trying. My, my poor wife. She's facing some surgery. She's getting a knee replacement surgery in a couple weeks. And it's been needed for at least 10 years. I don't know how she's attempted to even operate these last 10 years in the excruciating pain that she's in every day of her life. But she does. Keeps a clean house. Meets our needs. Works a job. Feeds us. Pays the bills. But she just keeps moving forward. So whether your wounding is emotional or physical or spiritual, you're grieving a loss, you're hurting, you're broken, it's okay, but you still have to live. Take the next step. As old Rudolph says, just put one foot in front of the other, and soon you'll just be walking out the door. I'm so glad you've taken time to listen to our podcast. This is your first time here. Go back and listen to some of our other podcasts, the, the previous ones. We're just here to help. I'd like to hear from you. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can reach out to us through our Facebook page, which this will be linked to. Or you can uh, reach out to through us through email, here to help ministry at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Love to pray, hear about your needs, things to pray for, things you'd like us to cover or talk about. Love to hear your story. I love to hear people's story. But I'd love to hear from you. This is a help to you. You want to share it? Please share this podcast to those that you know and love just so we can reach out and help more people. We love you. God bless you. And we'll see you next week.